Hello. <laughs> Welcome back. This is our God knows how many is episode. What is this? Don't ask me. 60? I think. Maybe. 16? Sure. I think so. We'll see. Anyway, we'll see. this is the whatever episode. <laughs> Thanks um, for coming back to our yeah. whatever episode. My name is Sophia. I'm Maya. And this is the Unscientific Scientist podcast. Yes, this is a podcast when we are talking about shit that we have no business talking about. But we do yeah. it anyways. Exactly, because it's fun. Yes. And what are we talking about today, Maya? So Anything to- fun? <laughs> I, you can call it that, sure. Yeah. Today we're going to talk about cults more specifically about sex cults yes exactly we can probably do like a whole series about this because sex cults are not the only cults yeah so i will see that all right so this time i did the research part and sophia did the story part so we will see what she came up with there's definitely Mm -hmm. a lot to choose from so i don't know which one she chose yeah um so yeah let's just i guess get into it right yes okay let's so go. for a long time there was no definition for what is a sex cult but by now apparently we have one so the definition <laughs> is uh, i'm just saying because like when i was doing my research i found uh an essay from 2018 i think and uh, she was talking about like how nobody knows exactly like no like we didn't have a Wikipedia page, like we didn't have anything for it, but by now mm-hmm. we do. So anyways, all right. so the definition is um, a cult in which unrestrained sexual activity is central to worship and ceremonies. Mm. They're fucking to pray, whatever. That's, yeah. I found an article, which I, I'm just gonna honestly read it to you because it just explains everything perfectly. I found it on um, Psychology Today, and it's a it's a, an article from Stephen A. Hassan. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a doctor, probably in psychology, I guess. But anyways, I really liked it because it's not long, and it kind of explains everything. All right. Yeah, it's called Understanding Cults, The Basics. So keep in mind, this is written from the perspective of the doctor. Yeah, of course. Ever had an experience with a cult or controlling relationship? Have a friend or family member caught up in black and white or all or nothing conspiracy cults, multi-level marketing, religious or political group? To help them or yourself, you need to learn how the mind works and how people can be programmed into a destructive authoritarian cult not all destructive some are benign there are specific strategies patterns and behaviors used by culta groups to recruit new members and manipulate and control them the first step in keeping you and your loved ones safe is learning more about what is a cult how they work and the lasting serious effects of being involved in one. <clears throat> Vulner- vul- 
why is this so hard word vulnerability and recruitment no one joins a cult voluntarily uh, they are recruited into it there is lack of informed content everyone has vulnerabilities possible situational uh, vulnerabilities include illness the death of a loved one breakup of an important relationship loss of a job or moving to another city state or country so like basically when you're all alone and feel vulnerable i guess individual um individual vulnerabilities may include high hypnotizability i didn't even know that's a word hip hypnotizability so mm -hmm. when you can be hypnotized easily mm -hmm. uh, strong ability for concentration and vivid imagination learning disorders or autism spectrum disorders excessive use of of hypnosis excessive use of hypnosis meditation and other activities can induce an altered state of consciousness these in turn increase susceptibility to being recruited by a cult unless there are strong critical thinking media literacy and good supportive network which can help stay grounded anyways so if your mind has kind of like the you know like the the ability to to focus on something super hard or like i don't know if you ever um, meditated before not really so if if you meditate sometimes you get into this like like i want to say like mindset it's just like very relaxing you get like to on on like another level if you want to call it that it's mm -hmm. just like these things can be like a sign that you're like more prone to like help me english um more prone to be able to get hypnotized yes hypnotized others? and just like persuaded into joining a cult without you if even you're, knowing it if you're good at meditating yes and like easy to hypnotize and you have like a good imagination like a vivid imagination things like that okay also if you you have like obviously mental illness uh whatever like learning disorders like i said before autism these kind of things okay also other risks could be involved too right so if you're like drug or um if you have a drug or alcohol problem some kind of trauma unresolved sexual issues or different kind of phobias from like heights drowning sharks aliens terrorists whatever so literally every single person on this planet <laughs> if you think about it sure i don't think there's a single human on this earth who doesn't have one of these yeah hmm but maybe like in they mean maybe like in an extreme way yeah for sure no so um there are here are some like 21st century examples of of these situations for example the covid 19 the pandemic 
all the isolation, you know, social distancing, everyone was in like a very weird situation. Yeah. A lot of time on the internet or internet addiction, also social or or political polarization. Like we can see that very well in, in the US right now. Okay. Yeah. With the you're either left or right, and if you're not one of those or whatever, it's just yeah. a lot right now. Also, recruitment into extreme uh, conspiracy theories, or cult, or if you want to call them cults, or scams. Mm. If uh, in a vulnerable state, you may fall for one of the many recruitment strategies. Some take place in person, where you may meet someone at work through a friend or from a community. Or you may find yourself recruited online from social media posts, websites, YouTube videos, forums, or dating apps, movies, or video games. So what exactly is a cult? Destructive individuals and cults use deception and undue uh, influence to make people dependent and obedient. A group should not be considered a cult merely because of its unorthodox beliefs. Mm -hmm. So just Makes because sense. they they believe in weird shit, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a cult. Okay. It is typically authoritarian, headed by a person or group of people with near complete control over followers. Cult influence is designed to disrupt a person's identity uh, and replace it with a new identity which usually they give them, like they rename the person. There are many types of cults, political, religious, self-help, large group awareness trainings, mini cults, for example, like, like a, if it's in a family or one-on-one -on -one with a person, MLMs, which is multi-level marketing, conspiracy theories, or labor slash sex trafficking. Mm -hmm. um, so by now we know that influence is control is basically in the center of this whole thing. In uh, it's, it's in parenting, it's in relationships, it could be friends, family or community, it doesn't really matter. It's in media, it's in advertisements, um, films, also social media. It's called influencers for a reason. It's in education, politics, business, religion, also in psychotherapy. Mm -hmm. In psychotherapy. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit. Okay. So, um, but influence can be enormously positive and helpful, 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 <laughs> as well as detrimental. It is important to recognize the difference between due and undue influence. Due influence involves informed consent your choice, right to question, listening to your inner voice, freedom to interact with anyone, free will, and the freedom to leave. However, undue influence is deceptive and manipulative. You are not allowed to question and your inner voice is suppressed. It includes isolation and control and fear, coercion and enslavement. Makes sense. Yeah. Undue influence can present as subtle. For example, you are given the illusion of informed choice and control. 
more and more I'm seeing clients who have been abused by use of hypnosis and NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming. What the fuck? Yeah. Especially by unqualified life coaches. So like these people are doing stuff that they're not supposed to and they're not trained for. Hmm. Undue influence can alternatively uh, be extreme and overt, such as uh, in kidnapping or torture. But all undue influence is destructive. It is also known as mind control and uh, thought reform. Cult leaders want people who will be obedient to them and to their rules. They look for ways to break people they want people who will work hard and long hours for little to no pay. They want willing slaves. Authoritarian religious cults often use members for labor trafficking. When the mind is controlled, the victim may appear happy and willing to suffer for the profit or the benefit of the, the group. For members, happiness comes from good performance within the group along with elitist thinking, believing they have the truth or the best way of life. But strict obedience is required. They are manipulated by fear and guilt and may be struck with no way out. Like, because they will be like, what do you call it? Alienated from family, from friends, only the group counts, only that matters and by the time they realize that like, oh fuck, like uh, they, they don't have anyone to turn to and they're yeah. stuck. Undue influence does not erase the person's old Id- identity, but rather creates a new identity to suppress the old one. After different types of manipulation, the creation of a new identity is done step-by-step by formal indoctrination sessions and uh, informally by members, video games, movies, publications, social media. Behavior modification techniques are employed, such as reward slash punishment, thought stopping, or control of environment. For example, isolation or restrictions of to like access other people, like I said before. And then the new identity is reinforced and the old identity, identity is suppressed. Uh, we also obviously have, have long-term effects, English, my English. So obviously if you're involved in a cult or were involved in a cult, you will have long-term effects. Prolonged and intense, uh, You course... mean like the, the cult is going to have long-term effects on you? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, prolonged and inter- intense coercive persuasion can cause identity disturbance. Commonly, there are also many other additional after effects. One of them is extreme identity confusion. When you're like, you're just confused, like you don't know what what's what. Mm-hmm. Panic, anxiety attacks, depression, psychosomatic traumas like headaches, backaches skin problems um anger i mean i heard about uh things like that before like when you're like for example when you're so stressed you have Mm -hmm. like a skin 
rash or something. Yeah. Um, anger, guilt, and shame, decision-making dependency, because you've been brainwashed to not make any decisions, just follow orders willingly. Yeah. Everyone telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. Sleep disorders, eating disorders, delusion, paranoia, also loss of meaning or purpose, and PTSD. That's a lot. It's it's a lot. In an era when cults in an era when cult mind control is ever present and growing, it is essential to better understand the basics of cult in order to combat their influence. The first goal is uh, the first goal in educating yourself is prevention for yourself and for others. But if you have been affected, uh, recovery is possible. And if your friends or family are uh, involved in a destructive group, you can help rescue them from harm. And he just goes on uh, about like talking uh, about like different types of like, how can you educate yourself, like websites, books, online courses, cult experts, also psychologists, mm-hmm. these kind of things. So this was the article. I think it's really cool. It just like puts everything all together. Yeah, it gives you an overall image of mm-hmm. how like what's how this going all on, works. Yeah. Like you always ask yourself, like, how is it possible that some person can convince so many people to follow him, do what he wants or she? Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of a female cult leader, by the way? Yeah, there are a couple. Okay, there are as well. It's like, I've always asked myself, like, how do you manage to actually believe, like, insane stuff they're saying? Like, Yeah, it's it's brainwashing. It's, it's incredible. Also, I have a list. It's 10 things to know about the, the psychology of cults. Okay. Basically, why people like cults. It, mm-hmm. Like quote-unquote like okay cults are attract uh, attractive oh god (laughs) (laughs) cults are (laughs) cults are attractive because they promote promote what's happening cults are attractive because they promote the illusion of comfort Mm -hmm. cults satisfy the human desire for absolute answers so there's no questions. You just accept what the leader says and that's it. No. I mean, that's easy. It's easy not to question everything. It, and honestly, doesn't that just seems like comfortable? You don't yeah, have to think. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, literally. Like it is what it is. No. Those with low self-esteem are more likely to be persuaded by a cult environment. They prey on your insecurities. So if you have a low self self esteem, it's gonna just make it easier for them. No. New recruits are love bombed. So also if you, I don't know, for example, if you grow up in like a not so loving home or situation, or you're looking for love, and they love bomb you right away. If you as soon as you step in the door, you're gonna like it there. Hmm women are more likely to join than men okay interesting are there reasons why uh 
not it's just a quick list but when i uh when i put it in my my notes and stuff i was thinking about like you could say that it's just like years or if you want to call it millennia of of women being suppressed being called a second um you know like the the, the weak yeah i mean like a second degree person not, yeah like not a man like back then you were taught not to think too much because I exactly don't know. follow your husband no. yeah don't do what your husband it. says take mm -hmm. do the take the beauty sleep whatever but like yeah don't 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 worry about anything don't think don't do You're hard work because think. like you wouldn't be able to do it anyway yeah exactly i can i could see that yeah that's a that's an idea definitely yeah right okay so uh also many cults cult members have rejected religion that i think because they make their own religion or what well not necessarily but like uh if you at least how i understood it it would be like you for example you grew up in a in a religious family right mm -hmm. but after that like growing up you're not religious anymore so you rejected religion okay maybe it wait it, yes uh you just said there's no religion in cults no there is religion in cults yeah so sorry what did you say then before why did many, i misunderstand that many cult members have rejected religion yeah why so how i understood is is for example you grow up in a religious home right and grow okay. like after that like when you grew up and you grew a brain you were like yeah i don't like this anymore so you rejected that religion yeah but you're familiar with the how how religion works and stuff mm -hmm. so i think at least it's my theory about this it makes you uh easier to like cultivate into the cold because you're familiar with the with the idea of a religion okay but you don't believe in religion but like how we we talked about this before like sometimes people are in a cult without knowing that they are in a cult yeah no no okay yeah uh cults uh maintain their power by promoting an us versus them mentality so like we're the one we're the one who know the the real message like we're the one with the we're the, the chosen ones the chosen ones we're the good religion they're the bad ones you know okay cult leaders are masters at mind control we know that cult members that, yeah. often have uh, no idea they are in a cult we know that cult life can have dangerous and lasting effects we know that we talked about this so yeah that's basically my research part but i no. do have i do have a surprise for you okay <laughs> okay so let's go we're gonna give me a sec i'm gonna send this to you real quick send to me on whatsapp or yeah, I'm going to send it to you on WhatsApp. Okay. Okay, send. I'm opening the app. I got it. Cultescape.com. Cult mm. test. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are we testing if we're in a cult now? Yes. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Are you in a religious cult? Take the test. Of course, you're taking the test. All right. So let's take it together. 
Okay. All right. So first question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you want okay, to read it I'll, or should I? Let's just go uh like change it up. I'll start with the first, you go okay. with the second, etc. Okay. Uh, cults begin or evolve with a charismatic leader who claims supreme knowledge. These leaders are able to influ influence their followers to believe their perspective and obey their dictates. Question. Is your leader the ultimate authority of your group? What leader? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Think of a situation. Okay. I'm just going to think myself in my friend group now. Like we're five girls. Okay. Okay. Um, since like none of us are like super, super religious, like Sophia, absolutely fucking not. Me, I was, grow I, I grew up in a, in a Catholic family. So I'm just going to go off of the Catholic church. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I just wanted to say before, like it, like what they describe from a cult it's kind of sounds like christianity or some other it's every religion, religion. It's yeah every religion. <clears throat> but, okay so your turn. do you have your answer yes okay so uh most cult leaders give themselves impressive made-up names or titles which elevates their status to their followers they may call themselves the man of god pastor prophet messiah messenger enlightened teacher guru apostle and so on and so forth so second question is does your leader have impressive made-up names or titles okay <laughs> okay next culture leaders convince members to forfeit i don't know how to pronounce that word forfeit forfeit their critical thinking ability in return for a sense of belonging, authority, and purpose. To members, it doesn't matter what the evidence or logic may suggest. The leader is always right, and their misdeeds are always justified. Criticism of the leader is forbidden. <laughs> just so ah, sorry, the question. Is your leader always... Uh, sorry, did I just read that? No. No. No, okay, sorry. I was confused. <laughs> the question. <laughs> Is your leader always right and therefore you are not allowed to criticize him or her, even if the criticism is true? It's just All so right. funny to think with these questions about your friends. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You put it's, yourself yeah. in a weird situation. <laughs> yeah, like, well. <laughs> um, that's right. okay. That's okay. We're fine. Okay. So, cults generally only allow their mem members to study their organization through approved sources. They view critical thinking, they view critical thinking as an infectious disease and every effort is made to suppress it. Doubting members are encouraged to isolate themselves from outside influences and focus so solely slow so, 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 so why is this so hard? <laughs> solely solely yeah okay sounds good i guess on the on the doctrine of the cult people who contradict the group are viewed as uh, persecutors and are often given labels like anti apostle or rival members are discouraged from consuming any material that is critical of the group so the question is 
Are members of your group discouraged from reading anything that is critical of the group? You know what? I'm going from a different point of view. I'm going to put myself uh, back in school and uh, use my class group plus teacher. Okay, that works. Like a principle. Yeah. Yeah. For me, that would be the same situation because I went to a Catholic school, so. Right. Okay. The question, are members of your group discouraged from reading anything? Okay, I have my answer. Next. Because religious... Because. Because. <laughs> because religious cults consider themselves the ultimate authority on truth, the members can't imagine anybody leaving the group with their integrity intact. And thus, thus... Oh my god, why am I starting so weird with the first words? I don't know. Okay. I know I had a had had a hard time with it too. No. Thus they have to per perpetuate a false narrative that former members were deceived, backslidden, demonic, bitter, evil, or fallen away, etc. Mm -hmm. Question as far as your group is concerned, would they say that there's no legitimate reason to leave them? I have my answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay your turn okay so does your group insist that the end of the world is near cults i'm sorry i'm not laughing who cults position themselves as the sole refuge from an evil outside world that is intent on their destruction cults thrive on conspiracy theories catastrophic thinking and uh persecution exam what? Persecution complexes. In an effort to draw in more play, pay, playing, more paying members, cults uh, are often very aggressive in their recruitment efforts, which are usually justified as saving people from the evil work. Those who reject the cult's message are condemned, unelected, damned, evil goats. The great okay. unwashed Jesus what Christ. The what the hell? The great unwashed. Oh, this is horrible. The great um, unwashed. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, this is not funny. Okay, who? So the question is, is your group suspicious about the outside world? I'm a goat. I'm, a, I'm the great unwashed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is not funny. Uh, okay. okay. Next question. How many questions are there? Oh, uh, 10. Okay. 10, I think. 10, okay. Question 7. Cults are uh, cults all believe they are right. They are the right group with the right doctrines, the right leader, the right interpretation of their holy book, and their leader is right in dictating what is lo what laws and rules they are to obey. Question, does your group believe that they are the right religion slash church slash group slash ones or only ones who have right teaching or doctrine? This is very easy. <laughs> this test is very easy. <laughs> All right. Do you have your answer? Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> uh, cults exercise control over their followers. The leader determines uh, the rules, laws, and expects to be obeyed or else 
there are consequences. Rules slash laws can include what you can't wear, where you can't live, who you can't eat with, what the fuck, who you can't marry, what job you can't do, who you can't keep company with, what education you can't receive, what your stance is to those who have left the group, and many more. So the question is, are you, I can't read, are there any of the uh, above such rules and laws in your group? Sophia, is it difficult? I was just thinking about like, <laughs> when you think of school, include what you can't wear, like are there clothing restrictions? Like on my school, personally, I don't think so there were ones. So yeah, I'm gonna I know go mine for was. No. Yeah. In my school, we had to wear uniforms, uh, you couldn't wear makeup, um, boys and girls were separated. It just sounds so crazy to me, like, I don't know, different world, definitely. Yeah. All right. Okay. Your turn. Oh my Next. god. You purposefully did that, and now I have to read a fucking essay. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, the last question is long. Anyway, emotional separation. Cults are not happy when members leave, primarily because they think there's never a legit legitimate reason to leave. Therefore, those who leave are treated negatively. Remaining members, even family members, distance themselves emotionally, offing, 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 <laughs> often shunning and ostracizing ex-members. They we're now not, see them. We're not offing ex-members, Sophia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. The killing. Off oh, <laughs> no! Didn't know that was a word. It, it's it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. They so. now see them as unclean, evil, deceived, opposed, an opposer, etc. Yeah. The, the great unwashed. The great. The goats. The goats. <laughs> the great unwashed goats. Oh my God. God, I'm I'm, um, I'm gonna change your name on on the, the, your on my contacts to the great unwashed, <laughs> and you're gonna change it to the goat with me. So funny. <laughs> Look at my face is red. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna send you a selfie trying to look like a goat. I okay. wanna be the great unwashed goat. That's my <laughs> send, send me a picture of you after the gym while you're still red and all sweaty, and then it's go. Okay, question. If you were to leave your religious group, would remaining members, even family members, separate themselves from you, whereby there would be any emotional detachment? Interesting question, even for you. Yeah, I mean, actually, I had to rethink my answer because first I was like, you know, mm -hmm. I had the, 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 the answer right away, but then I thought about it and I was like, yeah, I don't think so. But on the other hand, I think that depends on like the people, right? Yeah, of course. Okay. Last the last question. question, the longest question, which Sophia did. <laughs> purposefully always always physical separation cults separate families this is how it works a member of a family leaves the cult now separates the remaining family members with laws and rules these dictate how can uh, how they can 
now no longer have normal family life with that member who has left, for example. They are no longer allowed to freely eat and drink with them. They are no longer allowed to stay or live with them. They are no longer allowed to go on holidays with them or to celebrate the birthday of their children or to go on a wedding. Their wedding. Yeah. Damn. Okay. They are no longer allowed to fully join in any funeral arrangements. Okay. Or to celebrate birthdays or special occasions with them or to go shopping with them or to contact them. Okay, this is a lot. So okay. pretty much just cut off. Yeah, cut them pretty off. much you That's don't it. exist you, you could anymore. Have, you could have shortened that whole paragraph into <laughs> one sentence. All right. So the question is, if you were to leave your religious group, would remaining members separate themselves from you and cease to have normal family life as in any of the above examples? Do you have your answers? Yes. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Three, two, one. One. I think we broke the website. <laughs> oh, no, never mind. I have the result. Okay. I have it too. What, what's okay. your answer? What what is your result? Okay, it says five out of five. Cultic characteristics appear to be in your group. You can now choose to find out more, or can or you can choose to do nothing and go back to the main menu. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> five out of five? Yes, but I was very. Uh, there were ten ex questions. Extreme, yeah. So how is five out of five? Five five out of ten. Uh, five out of ten. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, that's okay. that's like fifty fifty. It's yeah. like mm, is it a cool but, mm. but I was I was thinking very extreme, you know, like my, that that like the teacher wouldn't uh accept any criticism, like I don't know. And yeah. like with the with like your uh it's give it, your leader is giving himself um a name like teacher. What the fuck? Mm. <laughs> but like Yeah, that's that's like mm. Yeah, you know. but it's. I mean, it's meant in a fun way, so it's fine. So, Wait, how I... many points do you have, <laughs> Maya? I'm curious. Okay, so eight out of ten cultic characteristics appear to be in your group. <laughs> eight out of ten. Yes. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So. I guess that's pretty obvious. It was kind of obvious, but like put it into perspective like this, it's kind of um, yeah. I don't know if I like it. Anyways, so yeah, um, we might be in a cult. Who knows? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I guess it's my turn. Yes, it's your turn. Okay. The story of a sex cult. Yes. Um, Sorry, honestly, there was not a lot of sex in my uh, <laughs> research, but like, I had to talk about the basics first. Yeah, of course, it's and fine. I'm pretty sure you're gonna, you're gonna. If, if I would have known about the general sex cults definition, I probably would have chosen a different story. But mm -hmm. I mean, my story. It's definitely a cult. It's a sex cult. Mm, you can you can make your own 
mind about it. All right. So we might have misunderstood the assignment a little bit, but that's fine. <laughs> it's not like it it's okay. is the first time happening. <laughs> yeah, so. it's, it's, it's a regular thing here, so it's okay. But I mean, I found it because I was looking for a sex cult and it's also called the sex cult at Sarah Lawrence College in New York. <gasps> Wait, I think I read about this for like two sentences, but then uh, whatever. Okay. Yes. Okay, so you don't know a lot about it. No, I just I just know that there's a dude. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Okay. I chose this in, uh sorry because I found it very interesting. It was very like in uh in in the 21st century. Also, and it's not like in the 80s or 60s yeah. or something. Yeah, it's newish and um it's about people our age, students. Oh. Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's begin. It was 2010, and Talia Ray, who was originally from New Jersey, went to college at Sarah Lawrence mm -hmm. College, at which was in New York. And the thing about Talia Ray, or Talia, was that she always uh, spoke very, very highly of her father, and kind Too of. Highly? Yes, I mean, in the not like in the sexual. I love my daddy thingy, Ew. but <laughs> don't ever say that sentence again. Yeah, I oh, thought that was weird. I thought that was what you were implying. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> anyway, oh no, she was always telling people that um her dad was a victim of a conspiracy against him and that was the reason why he was in prison for some years oh that that's a great years. start so we have daddy in prison and he thinks everyone is against him yeah that's exactly a, and he start. obviously has no fault because no he's perfect yeah. what do you mean we love daddy yeah it will become a bit sad but yeah there we so go i should stop so joking that's what you're saying no <laughs> <laughs> i want to have fun this episode okay okay Oh, yeah. See, so she was in her sophomore year. I honestly don't know sophomore year what that means. It's I like the beginning it's the of the first year. First year. Okay. Because I, I, I might be, I might be wrong, but I think it's sophomore, junior. There's something in between, and there's the, the 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 year when they graduate. So like, um, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, I guess the U.S. <laughs> people will know. Yeah. So she was in her sophomore year when her father um, was released from prison. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And she was living Wait, in... Wait, in university? Or high school? A university. She was university. going to college. Okay. Okay, okay. Yes. Atelier at that moment, she lived like with seven other friends, like boys and girls, but mostly I think girls in a dorm off campus like not directly there but mm -hmm. like close to it's like the kids that who got murdered not too long ago they were like an off campus like they rented their own house like a real story yeah you don't know about this no it's like i only know because because it was all over the news it was like four i think four students living in a house they rent rented by themselves and apparently this dude um his name is like i think 
some kind of like Brian Kohlberger or something like this. I don't fucking know. Anyways, I just remember it because of his last name. It's like Kohlberger. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so and and he just like went and like stabbed all of them. Oh my god! Damn. Yeah. Anyways, uh, continue. Yeah. Let's get back to this. <laughs> Sorry. So she was like, okay, hey guys, my dad is going to move in in the dorm because he needs a place to stay. And he's super nice. Everyone will love him, etc. So when he moved in, he started like to kind of be the first of like in the beginning, like he was like uh, cooking for them, cleaning the house, kind of like that role during that, like doing not doing during or like while they were eating always in the evening he was like talking about his heroic heroic past that he was like a government agent working for the cai international and stuff like this and he preached the marine corps and loved to brag with like knowing high-ranking military officers Hmm. which uh like those stories weren't all lies like he kind of obviously changed a bit like how it actually was but he did know or does know a lot of important like powerful people but he can't but he got sent to five years in jail for from them because like he kind of played them against each other manipulated them and Mm and in the in the end he he got the you know he had he had to pay for it mm-hmm. so i don't want to go into this story i i read it but it was very complicated i think there were like two men um involved some someone from the cia and one political figure um and they all kind of like uh knew him like his name is larry by the way no, well <sighs> what the fuck <laughs> larry ray Seriously, Larry, yeah. the cult leader. <laughs> okay, oh. I found this on the web for Ousley Larry, the cult leader. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Siri. <laughs> I thought How? you turned down all your devices. I did. Yeah. It's going oh on. It's it's the AI taking over. Mm-hmm. God. <clears throat> okay, so it was like that in. Keep that in, those people keep that involved in. and yeah and in the end he obviously didn't work out how, how he wanted it and he was sent to prison for five years okay and a bit more about his past he was married he has two daughters um talia for once and a younger girl but his wife filed for divorce in 2014 mm-hmm because Larry and Talia, her daughter, accused her of abusing Talia and other families would do the same. And investigators found no evidence for these allegations. He lost the case also in the end, but like they did get divorced. And then it was like, it was like of a, he had to give the children to the mother, mm-hmm. but he refused. So okay. that's why he had to go to jail uh as well i think for like one year or something i don't know what exactly the reason was but like the court called him called him a calculating manipulative and hostile man that's good yeah and the thing this really sad one was that talia she didn't want to stay with her mom because she was 
so convinced that her mother abused her and that she stayed rather in youth shelters than with her mom. Oh god, okay. So she was she was already deep dive manipulated by mm -hmm. him mm -hmm. at this point like in this young age. I mean, the fact that she would it's just like a bad start, you know? Like she was already alienated from her of course okay. yeah she's probably the biggest victim of the story but yeah i don't know how it ends but <laughs> we'll see yeah yeah okay well let's get back to uh college time larry moved in he was kind of like the house father caring for everyone i don't cooking know and cleaning. i don't like that i don't and... like that i don't <laughs> yeah. wait for it so oh, no. he uh, would offer counseling to the roommates because some of them, like all of them had to deal with their fair, sh uh, with their fair share of, you know, problems. And what? some were, some were depressed or had other mental illnesses. Some, I don't know, were, you know, just got um, broken up with in relationships and stuff okay. like this. So he was like, uh, he would like um, listening to them and telling and like giving advice and telling me, hey, I can help you. I can listen. Like even even okay. though he wasn't like a real therapist, he would say hold like, hold on, hold on. Yeah. What education gave him the right that after he went to prison with multiple very bad decisions, give advice to half grown up university students yeah exactly that's what i thought he had like no license at all but he was like yeah that doesn't matter and no one seemed to kind of doubt it oh, but God. yeah i got all this information by the way from an interview a very very long interview that the author actually took with larry i was hoping he would die or something but some other students not. Well, I can tell you, did not. And it was like a 10-hour interview. And she also interviewed other um, of the people involved. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, um, there are some uh, citations and, like, um, sayings from people that were there. For example, Talia's, mm -hmm. Talia's ex-boyfriend, like, back then, boyfriend, mm -hmm. he told the interviewer that, he saw Larry with one of the girls from the dorm in his arms and being like, nobody's going to hurt you, my baby girl, and started soon after to sleep in her room. Ew. Ew. Fuck. Yeah. I think that girl's name was Isabella. She was, like, living in a dorm, and I think she went through a breakup, and he kind of, like, helped her. Yeah, I bet in quotation he marks. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. So, already shit. Oh my god, look. Getting crazy. It fits perfectly. Like right after you break up with someone. Yeah. That's when you're like, weak. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, especially like a lot of what you said definitely applies to this. Like this is okay. definitely a cult. But you will see. School went on and winter break arrived. Or came. I don't know. <laughs> it was winter. So Isabella, like the one with the breakup was supposed to go home to her parents mm -hmm. but larry called the mother and told her that she was like the isabella girl like she was abused by one of her family members as a child what 
you know, think of where we have heard this story before. Yeah, I wonder. And he said if she has to go home over the winter break, she is going to commit suicide. Okay. Yeah. At least come up with something new. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, so he managed to hold Isabella there over winter break. And they also spend winter break together in, like, not the dorm, but, like, um, a small one-bedroom condo mm -hmm. with, like, those two and Talia and his, uh, like, Talia's daughter and her back then boyfriend. Sorry, no, Larry's daughter. Talia. Oh, okay. No, wait, yeah. what? So, the leader, Isabella, the daughter, and who? And her ex-boyfriend, like okay. Talia's ex-boyfriend. Okay. okay. So like those four kind of like over over the holidays uh, moved into a small one-bedroom condo. That's awkward. Yeah. Ew. The ex-boyfriend also told um, the interviewer um, that Lori, Larry, Lori, 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 Larry soon started like to control everything that they did. Like, he started to decide when they have to wake up, when they eat, what they would eat, what they would do, etc. Like, control every part of the day. And, like, even... I th was it was it already in that apartment or in the next one? I don't know. At some point, he starts playing the same song early in the morning again and again every day. Oh, God. Okay. Which fits to, like, cults because I've read that cults leader cult leaders use that method like because you're sleep deprived and then you're easier to manipulate apparently mm -hmm, or something mm -hmm. yeah he also wanted the ex-boyfriend uh to uh, stop taking his anti anti-psychotic medication yeah that's a good decision jesus fucking christ yeah okay I, I think it's to no one's surprise that he broke up with talia after the break oh thank god after the holidays oh. and yeah and oh. obviously tried to stay out of their lives but yeah life someone's thinking <laughs> okay. life continued with larry still living in a dorm and lecturing their young roommates about philosophy and telling them you know gave them advice every day basically i don't know Okay. After some time, a second girl from the dorm got like interested in the counseling that Larry gave because she, I don't know, was curious from Isabella. I don't know. And he, I think her name was Claudia. Mm -hmm. He made her believe uh, that she could be schizophrenic. Okay. Yeah, for some reason. <laughs> I don't have the details. But well, I, honestly, I need more I think, information. You can't just yeah. throw like like a bomb at me like that. Like, <laughs> so you're schizophrenic I think now. In the beginning, Claudia was one of the girls that were kind of concerned. Um, Larry moving in, mm -hmm. but apparently that changed, and yeah. So now she she liked like she took the counseling. She continued to take it. Um, she told everyone she's schizophrenic because Larry said so and stuff. Very weird. Where did where did they give him his doctorate in prison? His what? His doctorate title. 
he doesn't have a title. He has no education. I that. know. That's what oh. I was saying. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you were asking so serious. <laughs> it's exactly what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. So there was one other guy. I think his name was Daniel. He started counseling, going to counseling with uh, Larry oh, as well. So he does because... boys too? Mm-hmm. Because he was like, um, like Daniel um, was in a relationship and it was like not going well and everything else was like hard for him. And he heard such good uh, positive, you know, feedback from the other two girls that he met up with Larry and they talked for hours and he really liked what Larry said because like he, you know, he listened, he made him feel heard and stuff. Mm -hmm. A lot of the interviews information is also from Daniel. Okay. Larry basically told him to dump his girlfriend. And Daniel also told Larry about like, that he was kind of like thinking about if he could be gay. And so he was like questioning sexuality. Uh -oh. But Larry said like, no, you're not. I can tell. And that oh. was that. Oh, okay. The, yeah. the all-knowing from <laughs> prison. Okay yeah all right that checks out life continued in the dorm and summer break arrived mm -hmm. and they started living in an apartment with some of the other roommates um over the summer breaks oh yeah that i think that was the apartment when it when he started playing that song every day in the morning yeah every morning started the same way like with the message that larry would guide these young adults through their tough times so i think it was five students there two guys three girls including his daughter another thing about larry what maybe also kind of like was a convincing part was that larry somehow always had money at hand for some reason he yeah he was like a life consultant for a rich friend Okay. And he was also building a, a business, kind of, I think it was a website. I haven't looked that much into it, but it brought him a lot of money, apparently. So he bought them nice stuff and took them to expensive restaurants. He cooked them okay. really good food, like steaks and stuff. So he really, he also kind of, what's the English word? Like spoiled them? Yeah, he spoiled mm. them. We're in the wrong business. <laughs> you should be we should be cult leaders from prison yeah but some weird stuff that was like the normal oh my god i hate fucking flies in my room are you fighting a fly right now yes I <laughs> so <laughs> it was one part of the day always to get together in the evening <clears throat> sit together in a group and kind of discuss someone's mistake that someone made in the dorm in the apartment whatever it was something ridiculous like scratching a pan or dropping a plate stuff like this that's horrible so like every and night they sat down and they talked about like yeah today um what was her fucking name Be bella or whatever the fuck yeah and it's just something and how he dare would, you yeah he would call it an intentional manifestation of childhood trauma. Like he always... Or just clumsiness. 
you know, he he dug deep and was like, yeah, what? Why did you do that? Or I think someone was like playing the ukulele. Okay. And he also made that a reason, um, like the only reason you're playing that instrument is because, I don't know, your dad never loves you or something like this. He, he, he would always like make something up like this. And the evening would only end if the person got to a breakthrough, kind of like connecting, you know, that mistake with a childhood trauma. Okay, like I so did scratch the pen because of that or something. They would sit there until the person accepts that like whatever did they did for the reason he said he they did it. Yeah. That's horrible. Oh my god. I don't know for them apparently it was not that bad because in the end you would always get so much affection and like um support from the group and it was like clapping like oh my god you've had a breakthrough you're getting so much better and stuff like this and yeah i don't know i think we need a poster with my facial expression right now. <laughs> yeah oh, we do i hate it yeah oh i hate this so much okay so God. obviously these are, are very weird things going on the parents from of the students started to notice their kids changing of course mm -hmm. some parents were actually already immediately suspicious when he moved in yeah no shit a grown-ass man living with university student girls it just does not yeah. look good they like and they saw how their children changed and not for the better apparently yeah so they consulted the college dean of student life like to talk to them like you have to kick this person out but mm -hmm. like he dismissed dismissed them always saying like a father had a right to visit his daughter sure not live with and like he always sent them away and i i don't know if it's important but it was like off campus and not on campus it but does matter know. no it does matter. so like caught like the school didn't do shit even though think, there were I don't think there were several complaints, like not just the parents, but yeah. Yeah, but I don't think they could have done anything because it's off campus. They're all yeah. probably over eighteen at this point because they are in, in uh yeah. in university. In college. So or college, whatever. So everyone is there by their own uh what's the word? By their own, you know, free will. Yeah. It's off campus university or the school has nothing to do with it they i don't think they could do anything yeah i don't know now shit is getting really crazy so this was kind of like a soft stuff oh this was the soft okay yeah that's great so here maybe you could say it's starting to develop into a sex cult oh i completely forgot about the sex <laughs> okay yeah Fuck. it was one day I don't know what was the reason for this or if there was any um, something happened and he decided to do it. But like one day he took Isabella mm -hmm. and Daniel in a room and ordered them to have sex while watching? he was watching. Mm. Yes. So Daniel was the one questioning his sexuality, by the way. So I don't know if that oh, had something to do with it. I, yeah. Yeah. Well, he said he's not gay. So, yeah. That's that's at the end of the story. Yeah, and he he like he made it seem like he had to be there to guide them to clarity through sex. I don't know what the fuck. Oh, okay. 
he would even sometimes participate participate oh and oh, even really? invite what a, a friend surprise, Sophia yeah. who would have expected this he even invited sometimes a friend who was the landlord of the building there you go they absolutely yeah. fucking couldn't do anything even the <laughs> landlord is on it yeah true. Oh, God. fuck yeah so this continued without anyone really questioning Larry's methods. All believe it was, like it was only because, like, these two. No one uh with like that had sex with each other. Yeah. I think so. I mean it was that's the only people that were uh written about doing this. Okay. But yeah. It could have been like you know, not all people from the dormer think are known by name and didn't participate in the interview so i don't know there could okay. be more to it so all together there's like three girls and two guys in the apartment over summer break yes but in the dorm i think it was seven or eight students okay so it was like a full house it wasn't just an apartment yeah, it was a full house, like okay. Yeah, two okay. two floors, I yeah. think. Okay. When they moved back into the dorm, he started to change some stuff in the house, like removing the door handles on the bathroom on both bathrooms, so oh, they basically had no privacy. Oh, he's such a creep. Yeah. Ugh. The parents of the college students tried to talk to them. Like, like they're to their kids and addressing mm -hmm. their concerns, but they never listened and like threatened to never see them again if they don't stop. Mm -hmm. You know, the parents couldn't really do anything either because out of fear they would, you know, lose contact with their yeah. children. Hmm. One day, uh, that was really crazy. Like, Claudia, she was, I think, the second one. Mm -hmm taking counseling from larry he like she took him to her parents and a wonderful he, idea he started talking you can't love your daughter because your firstborn daughter died during childbirth and like he kept pushing until like the mother cried and trying like to break her and claudia even said that herself like you can't love me because i don't know of that so really fucked up and that was like when the parents realized like larry had total control over her i don't know what to say this yeah. whole thing is <laughs> yeah okay so now more stuff about um daniel's experience he's so there was a gay dude who's not gay yeah. because he said so yeah exactly okay larry accused him one day of distracting his daughter to miss an application deadline for Stanford last law school. Mm -hmm. And then was like, what the fuck? Why would what I does have, it to, have do to do something with that? Me? Yeah. Okay. And Larry didn't believe him. So what he did was he started, he took like this aluminum foil and started to roll it into tiny little balls. Okay. He then took like a plastic wrap you know, that you put over food to stay fresh. Okay. And he, like, you know... Sprinkled it the, on? Sprinkled the balls on and then wrapped it into, like, a string. Okay. 
like a neck necklace kind of of medallions or something okay and he then in front of the group wrapped it around daniel's testicles and penis and started twisting it like he cut off his circulation cut into his flesh like full-on fucking actually like cut cut him yeah he didn't cut it off but like he definitely hurt him okay like he cut off his circulation and is, is probably it like a, into a bit into his flesh is is it like a like a like a prison hack for cock rings or something like i have no idea to be honest <sighs> what the fuck yeah Ugh. why though what was the what was the point he was like uh, hey wanted to whip it out um, let me put this around it he wanted to um just punishment yeah punish him okay this new dude needs to be locked up yeah but like this wasn't the first time that larry used um violence he often put others into the sleeper hold until they passed out (laughs) or he also threatened daniel once like with a knife saying that he was would dismember him you're not gay i don't know for the the reason (laughs) why he did it but yeah it's always Daniel that he comes Poor up with some kid. shit. I don't know. He he just wanted some. Yeah, dude, like love. It's, it gets like, worse. What's wrong with that? Oh God. Yeah, one time, Daniel told Larry that he was still confused about his sexuality, mm-hmm. and then Larry was like, "Okay, that's enough." So he forced him to wear a dress and get the mail. After Daniel came back, Larry basically put a dildo in his hand and forced Daniel to penetrate himself with it in front of everyone else. And the whole group laughed. Oh my god. Yeah. It's, Jesus. It's oh my like when I read that part I was like I need a break. <laughs> this is fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I heard I heard about fathers abusing their um, gay son this way, you know, just like trying to like deter them from being gay oh. mm. with like these tactics, like yeah, put on a dress, you whatever. Yeah. But the sexual part, it's it's oh, he he needs to be locked up forever. No. Well, after that, at least Daniel cut off all contact with everyone in the house. Okay, so he ran away. Yeah, finally. Good, good, smart boy. Like, smart like boy. this was like the last thing that happened, and then he was like, "Okay, I'm not okay with good. it. Like, I don't, I don't good. understand why everyone is still okay with everything Larry's doing, but he's not, so he left." Good, good, good. Yeah. Also, one thing I want to mention is that Daniel did, and uh, not Daniel, Larry did um to the group was he often wrote like a list of things mm-hmm. that people apparently broke or that then uh, that larry did to fix stuff and like he literally wrote them a receipt mm-hmm. that like, hey, they had to this. that they had to pay for that it was like thousands of dollars okay for some reason and Obviously, the students didn't have any money, so mm-hmm. they asked the parents for money. And the parents, some parents even gave him, like, thousands of dollars because they were, like, so scared. Something would happen to their kid if they wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. 
So it was, I don't know, yeah, really disturbing. Yeah. But like, it wasn't enough, like, then that after Daniel left, like, new people were showing up, like, coming into the circle. So That's... one thing that you maybe could think about this is like, it's not like a traditional cold and cult and it's not it's kind of small you would say mm-hmm. but yeah it definitely it's kind of, like kind a, of shows like a mini the cult. traits like i yeah. um i talked uh, in the article it was written like there's something called a mini cult which is yeah. in in one family or like one-on-one it's kind of like in one family yeah yeah exactly so one of the roommates brought his two sisters to the house Oh, that's great. Fuck. Yeah. So he started his mind game with them as well. And it was a sex, su- successful. Is he... that supposed to be a pun for sex? Sex, sex, No. Always <laughs> not on purpose. <laughs> so he convinced one of the sisters that um, people were after her. Like people were after him still with like this conspiracy from like back then when he was in jail the prison time okay yes so he she moved in with him actually like in i don't know if it was in a dorm or an apartment but i think pretty yeah in a dorm it had to be in a dorm mm-hmm. and they started even dating and one day di- um, one thing that larry did with his girlfriend often i think like probably with isabella as well because they kind of i don't know were something as well yeah um that he was offering them to others and if you don't do what he wants like obviously it had consequences okay so he was pimping them out yes but i i didn't find much about it like it was apparently happening but we i we don't know how often he we don't know if he got money for it we don't know if he literally had to force them or if they did it like uh on a free will uh, mm-hmm. if you want to say so but like yeah so i we can just guess about what actually happened yeah i feel like a lot of the stuff were not reported here yeah you know there's i, like, I think there's a lot yeah danielle probably told his side of the story like what happened to him but i feel like a lot of the girls haven't yeah we will get to one more thing about Claudia, but we get to that later. The kind of like inner circle, like the most manipulated mm-hmm. from Larry, were like Claudia, Isabella, and Yalitza, like one of the new sisters. Sisters. Okay, so his daughter is not even in the, the inner circle? I mean, of course, but like, um, I'm just mentioning them right now because all of them have attempted to commit suicide during that time. And, but like, still, like, they never gave him the fault for this because, like, they said it was never Larry's fault, like, like still being on his side. Okay. So they tried to commit suicide while they were in the cult after they moved in. Mm hmm. And they were like, yeah, I wanted, I wanted to do this, but it wasn't because of him. Yeah. So okay. apparently, in total, since Larry moved in, people in the dorm tried to commit suicide 12 times. I'm pretty sure that is a coincidence. <laughs> right? It's not Larry's fault, definitely. Yeah, definitely not. No. But despite this whole 
thing going on, which was apparently normal for everyone. Mm-hmm. Daniel, Talia, and Isabella gradu- graduated in 2013. Okay. Claudia graduated one semester later, and Santos, one of the other guys in the dorm, he never graduated, um, apparently. He is, by the way, the brother of the two sisters. He brought the two girls in. Okay. Yeah, so here's one more fact about Claudia. A few years later, Claudia started working as an escort for Larry. Hang back what Larry made her believe she damaged in the house. Okay. Yeah. So she was working for him to to kind of like pay pay back yeah. like small amounts of the stuff that apparently she broke. Yeah. Okay. And they all kind of like stayed in the house even after graduating. Okay. So at one point Larry's friend Shen or Chen Shen, I don't know. Okay. He, I think he was the landlord because he tried to evict him. Oh, yeah. So it's the landlord who's in on yeah. it. Okay. Because he was so disturbed at some point how he treated the young adults. Okay. And Larry uh, responded by countersuing Shen. Mm-hmm. And he like listed a few of the girls from the dorm at, as witnesses. Mm-hmm. And now I'm trying to put this into sense, okay? But it's very complicated. Okay. So they testified. Some crazy fucked up story. So basically, they are accusing... The, the landlord? Yes, and I don't really I don't really get why they said this. But, like, I, I think that it was about, like, that Chen was also in there. But, like, that... There's a whole conspiracy against Larry from from him, yes, like from Shen and others, like the the guys who sent him to jail before, and that the students were put on this college to poison him. So, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait. So what? apparently, the parents of the students, like not all of the students, but like mm-hmm. I think three of them were apparently forced by their parents to try to poison Larry. Okay. And they were, like, saying, like, they're... And and they, like, Claudia, for example, like, she actually said, like, that she, like, her her parents told her to poison Larry and that she's still poisoning him, but, like, she kind of started to love him over the time, so she doesn't want to do it anymore. And that was kind of also the reason why so many people committed suicide because, like, they didn't want to do these bad things anymore that they were forced to do. It's perfect for him because he made up this story. Now he can cover up all the suicide attempts because it's obviously not because of him. And now he's the the victim. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. And while all of this... They painted a picture of him being a father figure and being always there for them and understanding and whatever. Sure. And basically he's, being awesome. You know, he's just occasionally pimping them out to other men. Yeah. It's not every day. It's just a father figure. Shen won the eviction, though. Obviously. I wonder why. I wonder why. 
Yeah, but it actually took another year to get Larry out of the apartment. I heard about but that. But at some like point, a lot of, he got a lot out. of landlords and stuff like have a very hard time evicting people from their like places. Yeah. Okay, so a few years passed. So I think it was 2015 by then. But it was kind of, I think the article was from 2016 or something. Okay. So that was then like, like in 2015, Larry lives with Isabella and Felicia, one of mm -hmm. the sisters in New, New Jersey. Okay. And he keeps saying that his two old friends are still trying to poison him. And that also Talia, his daughter, Felicia and Isabella were poisoned. And that Claudia, Yalitza and Santos, Santos, those were the three that were forced to poison them. And that they are all still suffering from the poison. Like they are in, like he is in tremendous pain. He's losing teeth and so on, apparently. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not from crack <clears throat> or anything. It's okay. crazy. It's really crazy. Talia at this point lives with Larry's stepfather in North Carolina. But apparently they talk every day. But you didn't really hear much in the story in the article about Talia anymore. Mm -hmm. So she probably graduated and she was like, okay, I'm out. But I, I mean, he's living daddy. with his stepfather. I don't know. Okay. It's, I don't think she's, uh, she left. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. So he's still saying my intentions are honorable. Okay. Okay, dude. I think like the author quoted saying my intentions are honorable. No matter. My, I'm still, ah, I don't know. I don't have the quote anymore, but he used the word honorable twice and I was like, okay. Honorable? Yeah. Sure. Anyway, not important. Yeah, no, let's not quote this asshole. And at the same time, he was admitting that he's taking money from Claudia's escorting job, saying like, well, at least she's doing something about paying me back. The others weren't really doing anything and paying me back. They were just sorry. And yeah. Well, dude, you made up all of this, this damage that they did. Okay. Yeah. Larry says also that he had lost contact with Santos and Yalitza the siblings okay. um, which is a good thing but they also have no contact with their parents anymore since 2013 wait so they disappeared i think so yeah as like no one really i don't i don't know if i don't think they know where they are yeah i know what you're thinking yeah good <laughs> i don't think so that they're dead are we sure know. I I know too little to really it's it okay well let's just like think about this for a second so it's a couple of siblings right yes yeah the dude the big cult leader says that oh I haven't heard of them why would I whatever even the no. parents don't know where they are they don't get out of cults that easily yeah I don't know okay if you're out there <laughs> message us be safe no we don't need, message us we need to know if you're alive fuck well claudia ran as well okay um, but larry is apparently still trying to find her 
and is like messaging her that like he's still there for her if she needs him and stuff no girl keep running that's good no daniel though he's getting better he got out he's in a you know help group for cult survivors good good for him and yeah so he's getting better that's good but something good happened in 2020 something good yes okay that's a change so larry got arrested for sex trafficking extortion racketeering wonderful i don't know what the fuck that is wonderful money laundering and forced labor great so i don't know if his trial is already through yet i apparently it was like it was like on hold for a long time because of COVID, COVID yeah. and that oh, was no. like so he had to be in prison while this whole time <laughs> I don't oh, know, no. maybe. yeah but he's probably most most probably facing lifelong prison of that if it's going through I don't know girl I just heard a couple like we were talking about this I think yesterday that like some dude was was um he got life in prison and that apparently means 30 years that's not fucking life that makes no sense yeah but we will see i mean we will see larry is not the youngest anymore so maybe that's lifelong for him i don't know i don't i don't i don't trust no. anyone <laughs> i just also wanted to you know obviously tell say the author's names from the article i took the information from Mm -hmm. so the magazine or website i have it from is called the cut and the article is actually called uh called the stolen kids of sarah lawrence sarah lawrence that's the college oh okay and it's written by ezra marcus and james d walsh Hmm. and one more thing or two more things Isabella actually got arrested as well for conspiracy with Larry. Oh God, Isabella, her, no. Like her, I mean, the thing was, it was weird. The authors wrote like, while they were interviewing Larry, uh, um, Isabella was there as well, often. Mm-hmm. And apparently sometimes it was like weird seeing, seeing her around him because like sometimes she was she was like his secretary apparently, like, doing his phone calls, carrying his bag, and, I don't know, getting a reservation for the next restaurant they're heading to or something. Okay, and so then a personal slave. Yeah, and then other times they were, like, all coupley and stuff in public, so it's, okay. very, it's a very weird dynamic. Mm-hmm. Her parents obviously insist that she's a victim still in all of this, but I don't know. Yeah. Probably. Um, one last thing I have... Um, Daniel has written a book about his experience and it's called Sloaning Wood 9. If you want to read it, you can buy it on Amazon. Say it again. Sloaning Wood 9. What? Sloanin. S-L-O-N-I-N. And then wood. Okay. I have no what these words mean, but... okay. Apparently, I, I thought, it's a good okay. book. I believe so. I thought I'm having a, a brain aneurysm and I couldn't understand <laughs> what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird name, but I checked it 
and I like it had really good recommendations, so I think mm. it's a good book. How much is it? <laughs> mm, I think it was mm, nothing more than twenty or something. I'm gonna oh there, this fucking Siri is listening to us. <laughs> I put like three letters in, and it already like. Oh my god. A memoir. Yeah, that's it the book. It is. Oh yeah, it's like twelve bucks uh, on 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 Kindle and yeah. twenty on like an actual book. Yeah. Oh wait, there's a picture of Daniel. Is there? Yeah. Hmm. Must have forgot. There he is. Oh, little cutie! Hi. He's <laughs> he has like dark hair. Ah, um, oh, I see it now. Black hair and black um, beard everywhere. Short beard. I see it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that was the story. The sex calls. <laughs> All right. That was horrible. Thank you, Sophia. <laughs> You're welcome. I did my best. You always do. <laughs> <laughs> you as well. Okay. Well, I stole an article from a doctor, so. <laughs> I mean, I read an article from two authors. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. I hope we're not getting sued for plagiarism. No. I can't even say a word. We told everyone who the 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 articles and shit was from. So, sure. We're okay. not claiming we did this. Yeah, and as if any people is gonna look up and see this. <laughs> yeah. No, we're fine. Okay, well then we're Good at the job. end of this podcast today. Yeah. It was a ride, a joy, a horrible I don't know, experience. Yeah, I'm it was tired. everything. It was everything and now I need to cons- <laughs> now I need I can't even say it. What do you need? <laughs> now I need counseling from a dude from prison. <laughs> Oh god. Oh, it's not funny. It's sad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh All Jesus. Right. Thank oh, you. Oh, I for... also f- I finished the I'm sorry, that's very random. No. Yeah. But like if you guys want a good and very disturbing but also like very interesting uh, mini show recommendation on Netflix Inside Man, but probably most people already know this by then because yeah. it's so good and I really finished good. it last night and I was I like I I needed a moment. I needed a moment of silence. <laughs> it was too much. It was like the whole last episode. I had like this feeling inside my chest, like this. Oh my god! Like I like I was so involved. Like I was. Girl, you're way too into part this. of it. <laughs> this cartoon. It's a cartoon, people. What? No. Yeah. No, it's a mini show. It's four episodes. It's with real people. What? We're not talking about the same show. Are you serious? So. I see it. Oh what? I thought you were talking about that that uh cartoon not, show. No, I mean I've seen that too. It's a good one as well, but like I thought that's what you're talking about. <laughs> no. It's a new show on Netflix. You have to see it. Check it out right away. Okay. Binge watch it with your husband today. Okay, okay. It's I... a must do. <laughs> I'll look it up. 
yeah it's I a really was... good show like every situation like every scene is interesting and entertaining and like mm. i don't know okay. you just want to watch it and All not right. stop or something but yeah i don't want to promise too much but yeah I, Try it. I've been busy with um, binge watching. It's called uh, Shot in the Dark. It's shit, about what? shot in the dark. <laughs> shit in the dark. Not shit in the dark. Well, <gasps> kind of. So it's called Shot in the Dark. It's about um, video journalists. Mm -hmm. You know, like when you watch the news, you have videos of like accidents, fires, everything. Yeah. And these are the people who go there and videotape it. Mm. And it's just a show about them. It's really okay. cool. It's a little... Maybe I'll check it out. Like a reality TVE. But it's really good. Okay. And we like morbid shit, so it's kind of... Of course. It's up. It's <laughs> right up on your our alley. What? How do you say that? Up on our alley? Anyways not important all right we did it good job yes okay yes thank you everyone for listening <laughs> if you are still here with us at thanks this point for coming back yeah thanks again <laughs> we can't and... just keep saying thanks <laughs> <laughs> and oh, see you next time yes yeah, see you bye 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 for listening if you enjoyed this episode please rate us so we know you had fun with us we have many more episodes planned but if you have any suggestions on topics we should research for you just send us an email to unscientificscientists at gmail.com you can also find us on instagram and facebook at unscientificscientistspodcast podcast and on twitter at unscientific pod